Hello, and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewseum.com. I'm Ashley. And I'm Anne. And welcome to our new episode. Episode nine. Feeling fine. (laughs) (laughs) That was not planned. No, it was not. (laughs) That's why we're so good at this. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Just off the cuff. No planning on my side. (laughs) Hey, you show up and you go with it. It's a sign no, of a no, pro. No. Okay, so we have a lot to go over and not a lot of time. So let's get this party started. <laughs> our first oopsie daisy is not something that's not we, ours. It's not ours. <laughs> not our mistake. It's it's the oopsie daisy, Drew Barrymore. <laughs> okay, Drew. Gotta call you out on this one. <laughs> we love you. We love you, but don't make up timelines, please. So on Drew's show recently, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I just saw it. She was talking about Flossie, which I was like, oh my gosh, cool. And she even talked about the chapter in her book about Flossie, you know, once again, Mm -hmm. coming full circle with the stuff we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, they put up a picture on the screen from the promotional shoot for 2000 Malibu Road, which is dead in- 1992. Thank you. (laughs) And there's a dog. Uh, who knows whose dog it was? There's a dog in one picture. And she goes, oh, there's me. That's Flossie right there. <laughs> How did you have Flossie four years before Flossie was born? Magic. <laughs> Drew, I mean, Drew, you are magical. This is very true. But. <laughs> but you could have used any of the pictures that we pulled. Oh, my God. I know. I was screaming. Now, I mean, to be fair, we don't know when that thing was shot but still that was I, not flossy drew no. I'm sorry and the crazy like i'm like okay she's either she knows that and she's just totally lying because it was that was the only picture that her lazy researchers found and they just went with it Aww. sorry researchers but like <laughs> i'm just calling it like i see it <laughs> if you need fact checking once again once again here, here we are <laughs> all right we <laughs> had to, we had to point it out because i was just like losing my mind over it yeah but it's all in love you know we're not like actually mad we just had to make sure that we're unoopsieing all of the daisies yeah in case you guys haven't noticed i have a really big issue with inaccurate information being spread around so <laughs> when i can correct it i'm gonna do it <laughs> the important things yeah uh, but now i can call myself out for being a total idiot <laughs> See, we're all fallible. So in our last episode, we talked about how we forgot about this cat, maybe named Vinny. I'm putting in quotes. Previous episode. And I fully pulled a quote off of the picture from Interview Magazine. like, And then I look at it again for some reason. And it says right there on that picture that the cat is named Vinny. So I don't know. <laughs> why I was like I was like where did I f- I don't remember where I heard that I just think his name was Minnie but I'm not sure it's great <laughs> and great. then and and I truly don't think this was like oh I forgot about this I think this was like oh I never made this connection I'm jumping ahead because our topic today is about find it and everything but his picture the same cat Vinny is in find it and everything and mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think we ever made that connection. No. And when you brought this up to me, I was like, oh, okay. 
And your reason for figuring it out was because it was the same incorrect date that the camera put on the edge of the picture. Wait, which Drew had just... a camera with incorrect dates? <laughs> How no appropriate. Way. No, but it's just like, that's a classic thing to not set the date on those yeah. type of cameras. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, so it says like 1987. I know, people today, the kids of today don't understand that that was the thing. <laughs> they don't know. All of our phones, which are our cameras, auto set the date. Imagine a time when... Things did not auto set. Have you ever had the power go out and your microwave needs to be reset? <laughs> yeah, do that's you know basically. A, do, you, do kids today know what microwaves are? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question for Mila. She, I mean, she knows what it is, but she, it's not like it gets used. <laughs> All right. So, um, and we still need to find the source of the famous ashes in the cat food quote. I'm going to yeah. get to it eventually. When we find it, we and will. You know what? Find. Unless somebody knows, send it in. Oh, you know? if somebody knows, please save me the time from having to flip through my hundreds of articles. Because <laughs> I wish that there was a way to like just hit Control F and <laughs> on a book. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on a binder. Can I just Control F on the binder for? <laughs> if only cat. God, that would save us so much time. <laughs> Although, imagine if you Control F on the word cat, and then it was like category. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Why would there be so many times that it mentions category? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but we've never noticed how many times category True. is mentioned. Okay. And now we will. <laughs> okay. The last little follow-up thing I just thought was funny to point out because I think every week we're going to point out like, oh, this thing came up with Drew that is related to what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. This was a, sort of an extreme example. Flower hair tools on their Instagram account started a thing that says how do you hashtag do your drew <laughs> like yeah how we should change our podcast name to how do you do your drew <laughs> which it's cute but I was like huh that's very uh very similar sounding <laughs> interesting <laughs> so you know if they're out there paying attention just give us a little hello <laughs> Hi, Flower Hair Tools team. <laughs> Hi, Drew's team in general. Hi, researchers yep. who are mad we're talking shit about you. <laughs> also, hi, we're on your side. I know. We want to help. We want to <laughs> we, help. You know what? We're in your corner and you don't even know it. <laughs> You're not even taking advantage you know, of it. I want to give a shout out to Drew's old, I think he was our assistant for a time, but he worked with her for a long time, Mason Hughes, because Mason knew we were a good resource and he would reach out to us for stuff all the time. Like he would say, Hey, who was the photographer on the shoot? Or, Hey, do you have a picture of Drew and her mom? And then she would use it on, you know, and give us credit. There's even a picture in wildflower. That's our scan that he yep. like asked for. So yep. Mason got it. Hopefully whoever works with her now can, can get with it. <laughs> got a really good listener email today and yeah. you've got mail. <laughs> You've got mail. Okay, so this is from our lovely friend Renata. And you might be familiar with her because she runs TrueBarrymoreBR.com, which is Drew Barrymore Brazil. She has a wonderful fan site with like basically the best gallery that you can find. And then she also has an Instagram that's at Drew Barrymore Brazil. And Renata is like, you think I'm good at researching and finding stuff? she blows me out of the water. <laughs> like she can find anything <laughs> and she's just been a great friend and she's wonderful. So let's, let's hear what she's got to say. All right. So Renata says, 
Hello, Ash and Anne. I just want to thank you for the dedication of you two as Drew fans for all these years. I've been a Drewvie since I was 10 years old. I'm 30 now, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I met and made dear friends in this Drewby world, just like you two. So I remember visiting the Drewseum years ago at the beginning of everything and getting to know even more about Drew in a very different way. You two inspired me to make my own website as a way to show the admiration we have for Drew's work and you do it so well for so many years. And also, I wanna thank you both for the help you give me. Living in Brazil, I do not have access to everything that Drew creates and you two are always helping me by mail. How wonderful is that? Thank you, thank you, thank you. It has been a wonderful journey sharing the admiration and love we have for Drew with you guys. Congrats on the new podcast and I can say it's been my favorite thing to listen to every Tuesday while I work. Ha ha ha. <laughs> All my love, Renata. Oh, that's, that's really, really, really sweet. sweet. <laughs> and it's what's what's so great is um, and Renata, I think, knows that she tends to communicate with you more directly. But I get the um, I get to benefit from your research. Via yeah, actually. So I'm constantly kind of getting, oh, here's this thing that Renata showed me and you have to see this. So that's it's like, so true. it's so cool. So you've been able to feed our knowledge Renata by sharing your yeah. research so or that's I'll awesome. like send you something you'll be like where'd you find that I'm like Renata <laughs> <Duh. Yep. Yep. laughs> so awesome thank you for listening to our podcast I'm so glad that you like it it's an honor oh so sweet and if you have anything you want to share with us listeners just send it to how do you drew pod at gmail.com or send us a message at how do you drew pod on Instagram okay there's a lot of what's news with what's news what's new with drew what is Drew's news? <laughs> Drew's news is something we're not uh, allowed to use that name. I'm that's sure. not our. That's not our trademark. I'm sorry. So actually, what's new with Drew this okay, week? Okay, there's a lot because we recorded like nine days ago our last episode, so yep. lots gone on. So she um, attended the Clooney Foundation for Justice Albie Awards with Chris Miller, which was really hey, cute. Chris Miller. Yeah, he posted a really darling picture of them together, like at her mm-hmm. house before they left. I loved her outfit. She had a, like another like really cute cape. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because we were talking recently about how she's been into capes and sometimes eh, they're not so great. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was she's a good like, one. oh yeah, watch this. <laughs> she looked amazing and like a different hairstyle for her, which is always mm-hmm. kind of fun. It was good luck. Yep. And she's wearing these clear bracelets, like really thick. What would you call that? Lucite? Is that the name? I of think the it is material? like kind of a lucite. Yeah. Like yeah. a clear, like a almost totally clear chunky bracelet Very chunky, yeah and as soon as I saw them I was like oh she wore something like this in 2007 when she was promoting music and lyrics so I like mm-hmm. I was like oh my god maybe it's the same bracelet so I like went and found pictures it was on TRL yep and then I was like oh they're, they're kind of different and so I left a comment on her stylist Lee Harris's Instagram just like a fun little oh at first we thought this might have been the same bracelet she wore for something in 2007 and he was nice enough to reply and say that um they were actually by the same designer and I should have written down the name I don't have it in front of me right now you well, want me to go to his Instagram really quick and look it up that's that would be great okay <laughs> we, we can cool. give credit but I thought that was really cool that um we got confirmation of that I love knowing that sort of stuff. yeah that's super cool um so that's that so beautiful look drew and nice job to her team who got her look so lovely okay should i go on to telling you about the last two episodes of drew's news podcast yeah sounds great so the first episode had benny drama on are you familiar with him you would be if you like took a moment i don't 
think so. Oh, okay. He's this whole, you, you would be, he's this hilarious guy who's on Instagram and TikTok. He makes a lot of like really good impersonation videos, but he also makes up his own hilarious characters. Did he do the ever after? Yes. Thing? yes. Okay. And he yes. came on Drew's show last year, dressed as her and did a whole bit. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So he's really, really funny. I've been following him for a while, even before he started associating with Drew. So that episode was great. A couple highlights would be that he mentioned her iconic, my boyfriend is out of town tea, which, mm-hmm. you know, was the winning look when we did our like March madness. <laughs> That's right, which I was so surprised by. Yeah. there's It's a really cute look, but it's like, it's relatively informal for being like, we were looking at red carpet looks, were right. we not? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, people really love that shirt. <laughs> so yeah. he asked her about it and she said like, she... Definitely didn't think it would fit her anymore, which is funny. And then she said, like, she's going to go look for it for him. (gasps) I know. I know. But could we just ask for her old clothes? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when we're on her show, we will. Exactly. (laughs) She'll actually come with a whole storage unit of items for us from her life. (laughs) Cool. Cool. And then we can start. We can start the. um, The real Jerusalem. Then we'll start the real physical jersey yeah, as soon perfect. as we get her wardrobe. It's, it's a plan. <laughs> That's all we need. So anyway, I thought that was fun. And then um, the only other thing was that he asked her about like a Charlie's Angels 3. Mm-hmm. And she said she still like would be absolutely in love with doing that. And that uh, she said like Lucy had just done like a Comic-Con event and kind of talked about it too, but... I, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen. I can't, I can't really see it happening, but yeah. it would be really fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that was that episode. And then one that just this past Friday, I wasn't familiar with the guest. His name is Jay Shetty, but he was great and had a lot of really cool things to say. He has his own podcast and I guess Drew is already recorded an episode of it with him, but it hasn't come out yet. Uh, We'll be on the lookout for that. I think he's kind of maybe like a self-help type, but okay. Really cool stuff that he. Had Wait, to say. I saw the I saw a clip of him. Yeah, on they... on her in, on the Instagram, and I was like, he's super familiar to me. I okay. think he's extremely handsome. Yeah, like, I was like, he's got like You're dark like, hello. hair. Hello, yeah. This? Um, who are you? And I've definitely seen him before. He might have been on. I might be wrong about this, but I think, feel like he might have been on Dak Shepard's podcast or something. Okay, well, and she said that he was on her show at the beginning, which I don't remember oh. sadly, but okay. like you know, it would have been a couple years ago. Sorry, go ahead wanted to interject that I was able to find the comment exchange with you and Lee Harris and the designer of the bracelets is Patricia Von Musselin. Thank you. Yeah. Just give credit where credit's due because they're really cool bracelets. I feel like you would like those a lot. I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the only thing, the only note I really felt worth mentioning on the last episode of Drew's News because I thought it was so funny. Do you remember when she went on Letterman in late 2002 and she was talking about skydiving and said that like her tongue basically felt like a roll of sandpaper <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so they talked about skydiving and this time I was like oh what's she gonna say she said that it basically is like having a leaf blower in your mouth <laughs> it's so funny because she's like no one ever talks about what happens to your mouth I was like oh here we go <laughs> so I just thought that was oh a fun God. little like callback if you all haven't like taken note of just Druisms, I feel like at one point I mentioned in a previous episode that I want to start collecting Druisms. Yeah. 
like that is a perfect Jerusalem. It like, really is. Describing something in a really like hilarious but on spot on way is very hard. <laughs> so he's like very good analogies. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, this is quick. Like I'm going to just kind of roll through these next few things. There's some new beautiful cookware items. There's a to-go blender. There's a juicer, a skillet, and then this thing that she's calling the no drippy sippy, like (laughs) basically a water (laughs) bottle cup with the straw. Uh, They put it on their Instagram, but it's not available to buy anywhere yet. And then she also did a really quick little interview with CBS New York. Not too much to talk about there. She said she was obsessed with the weather and that makes her feel like an old person. (laughs) And she also brought... um, Brock's candy corn, these weird tailgate flavors that they have that another podcast we really like, My Favorite Murder, actually recently sampled on the air. And she also had them on her show during Drew's News with Bobby Moynihan. She said that the hot dog flavor one, barf, wasn't bad. (laughs) Are you saying barf? Yeah, I'm saying barf. That was my editorial. Anyway, I just thought that was funny because on on MFM, they were like the hamburger and hot dog flavors. They were like, this is the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. (laughs) And Drew's like, not bad. (laughs) You know, always the, always the optimist. (laughs) I mean, and she loves hot dogs. So maybe if they really do taste like hot dogs. That's true. Good point. I didn't think about that. (laughs) Um, Another quick thing is that it was announced that there's, I guess, this HGTV show called Celebrity IOU. Mm-hmm. And it's where A-listers share their personal accounts of deep thanks for deserving friends or mentors while helping renovate with the Property Brothers to surprise these people with home makeovers. They're going into their third season, which starts November 14th, and they announced that Drew has an episode. So oh, wow. I know. I feel like that's going to be really fun to see because it's like she's so into that stuff. And then yeah. like, who is she going to do it for? Like, who's the person in her life that She's going to surprise with a home makeover. That's so interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm curious if it'll, if it'll be like someone, like a friend of hers that we totally are aware of. Yeah. Or like, or like somebody, somebody will be like, else. That? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, we'll definitely, that's really intriguing. Yeah. When I get more details, we'll report back on that. Okay. Last thing. And I literally just added this five minutes before we started recording because I wasn't really <laughs> online yesterday. So I missed that this happened yesterday at New York Comic Con. Jamie Lee Curtis was there to promote the new Halloween movie and Drew hosted the panel, which is so cool because Scream and Halloween are like very much forever intertwined. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) So to have like both of them doing that together is really cool. And I think they might have filmed some stuff for the show as well. I didn't find I didn't have time or the energy or whatever to find like a lot about it yet. I saw some pictures one article said that Drew, one time she watched the original Halloween while she was high and it sent her to the hospital. <laughs> so I don't know. She got so, like, such an anxiety attack. I have I'm so no curious. idea. There was no explanation or context that just was like dropped in an article. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hold on. There was, there was some cute clip of, of on Drew's Instagram where she was like on her way to yeah. Comic-Con, right? She was what on was her way to um, She signed some copies of Drew magazine and was going to like, that's right. Leave oh, and she talked about like leaving a note in one yeah. that was something special <sighs> for that person. I was like, I what? what's the thing? And I, I was know. like, I want that one. I'm like, wait, did the copies I got at the Miami airport that she signed, did any of those have a note? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> 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 anyway. All right. 
I think that's it. I think we're caught up on Drew's news. It was a lot. Sounds great. I could just called it Drew's news. Oops. (laughs) Oh, wait, did we hint at our weekly topic? Yeah, I said what it was at the top because we were talking about the picture of Vinny. So it's okay. 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 And you got to figure anybody who's listening to this saw the title when they clicked on the episode. You know what? Sometimes people just let things go. And I'm just going to say the person who let it go and didn't hear it the first time. What's our weekly topic this week? Oh, it's Find It in Everything. And what's Find It in Everything? It is a book that Drew released in 2014. And it contains photographs that she took basically over the previous decade, all containing hearts and it's really sweet it is so you know we thought maybe we'll put a little background in here first about drew's love of photography (laughs) and how she kind of got to this point as we said drew's long been in love with photography she bought her first polaroid camera at age 14 and she said she did that because she knew she wanted to take pictures because they're so important to her And in 1995, she said that she took a Polaroid camera with her everywhere and that she'd gone through like about 10 of them in her time using them. I love this tidbit. Just, I don't know, it seems like it makes sense that she was gifted a Pentax K1000 film camera in year 2000 by Tom Green, which she has used constantly ever since. And I learned film photography on a Pentax K1000. So I love this little tidbit. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. Pentax is actually no longer around. They were bought by a company called Ryko. But the digital camera that I have that I bought in 2006, I believe, or seven, is a Pentax K10D. So it's designed after the Pentax K film cameras. They were classic cameras to learn film photography on. So Yeah, look at you coming through with the info. <laughs> so I, I remember being really tickled that yeah. this was the camera that he got her. Oh, um, that's so cool. Yeah, and I and there's a Pentax KX and a Pentax K1000 and they're very similar, both really okay. classic learning style cameras. So. I would love to know, last time that she ever like talked about this, she still had that same camera and still used it, but so I can't remember cool. when that was. And like, yeah. it'd be interesting to know if That was still a thing, but yeah, it's just neat. I like that little info too. So there's been a handful of magazines that have printed her personal photos as part of their features on her. So of course we've talked about interview 1995 several times. Mm -hmm. Um, There was also in style 2003, where she took all the pictures on the beach with Templeton. Yep. And then time out New York in 2009, basically gave her an assignment to go take pictures. And so she's been getting some work printed for a while. Yep. And then she held a charity auction in 2006 of some of her photography from trips to Africa. I don't actually remember this. I'm assuming we have examples from it, but I'm blanking on what the images were. You know, so I remember that this event was kind of sponsored by Marie Claire because that was the time that she was on the cover of their magazine talking about her trip there. And there's pictures from the event. I think Jade was there, which is very interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the last times we ever saw them picture together. But you can't really see much of the photos in those. So in that Marie Claire, I feel like in some of the pictures, she's holding her camera as well, isn't she? Yeah, that seems right. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. Gosh, if only we could have bought some of that. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Can cool. you imagine? So then by 2012, and this was like when she was pregnant with Olive, and I think she was sort of rethinking her film career and like, Mm -hmm. what else am I going to do now? 
Um, yep. So her interest surpassed the level of simply being a hobby. And she began to have editorials printed in well-respected magazines like V and Versus. And they were of like a lot of musicians and young actresses. Um, there was like Rachel McAdams and Shailene Woodley and quite a few others. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also shot a, an ad campaign for Tommy Hilfiger, which was really cool. Was the Tommy Hilfiger the one with, um, I feel like Charlotte Gainsborough or Gainsburg? That's what I would guess. And mentioned this, I don't remember why we mentioned it. Oh, maybe because there was a picture of Drew's father um, shown at this event, but there was an event at um, the Los Angeles Museum of Contemporary Art called Play Mocha. And they had pictures basically projected on this outdoor... Like a screen that was set up in front of a stage. Yeah, but I feel like it was like also like kind of on the ceiling, but they were projected. So a set of pictures, I'm guessing we have pictures of the pictures somewhere. Yeah, so if you go to our um, About Drew page, it's photography. We have all 30 of those photos. Cool. And I was going to say, okay, (laughs) I just couldn't remember how many there were. Yeah, Um, 30 is pretty cool. But I believe we mentioned, we may have mentioned the one of her father. We mentioned the one of Alia Shawkat, I think. Is there one of like one of her dogs? Yes. Okay. And I, I guess I'll have to go reference them again, but the event was pretty neat. We went, so you, Jolena and I all went, correct? Yeah. And we were hoping to see Drew. And was she pregnant at the time? Because yep. I feel like we kind of had a feeling like she wouldn't <laughs> be there. So what what year was that? Remind me what year. Oh, my God. 2013? But what I was going to say is that we were, like, hoping to see Drew, of course. We wanted to go regardless. Um, but we did see Chris Miller. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was a cool event. And the photographs, like, as far as I know, have not been printed anywhere. Like, um, they were just... Some of them are in those two those magazines we talked about v and versus some of them are outtakes from those i just remembered this one because there was no like explanation on the screen like we had to recognize what these things were yes there was a really cool one that of james woods and lorraine brocco on the set of riding in cars with boys and you wouldn't look at it and know instantly that that's what that was like okay we had to sort of remember it they're like dancing at the wedding scene and it's a really cool photo there's like Julian from the Strokes in one of them. There's one of her feet and someone else's feet. And it's cute because you can see her little moon tattoo and she has a toe ring on. Okay. So for some reason, I remembered them being mostly black and white, but it looks like they're mostly color. Yeah. Actually. There's a good variety. Yeah, I, I don't remember a lot of these. They're really cool. I'm so glad that you took the time to make sure you photographed every single one every of single them. One. <laughs> Anything we know about these is like because we figured it out. Like <laughs> there's no information given. Ooh, I wonder who has the mask on. I know. I was just thinking that too. They're great though. So once again, yeah, be sure to go to the Drewsam.com and check out our photography page that shows samples of all of Drew's work from all of these things that we've mentioned. Yeah. And we have a cool quote from her that happened at this time. It says, recently, I've been lucky enough to get work as a photographer. When I first started shooting, I felt really sick because I've never had to turn my photographs over to an editor. I just thought, God, what if I suck or what if they're not good enough or what if they're disappointed? And in typical fashion, I just sort of think like, you know what? If you can't do something, figure it out. 
learn it. And I just made myself super sick. I did a lot of homework and I figured it out. <laughs> so <laughs> great. That's so true. Oh. Um, that's really cute. Really cute, but also like, I feel it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a reason why, like I'm into photography, but there's a reason why I've never done it in any way, in any true. form professionally, because I couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, I you could apply that to a lot of things, not just photography in life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the Find It in Everything book, primarily what we're talking about this episode, but of course we wanted to give a little bit of background. The book was announced in August, 2013. Um, and as you mentioned, it includes a decade's worth of photos of hearts that she kind of has found in her surroundings. Yeah. Um, yeah. She said that she started seeing hearts everywhere and she felt it was nature's way of saying, I love you. So she started taking pictures because it was a way to capture moments of magic. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. I feel like this is something that I've done. And especially since the book came out, I particularly like to find it in things where it's like a leaf that just happens to have that shape. Or, oh yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> so there are certain ones, like when I look at her book, which we can get into a little bit, it's like, Oh yeah, it's a heart-shaped thing that was made heart-shaped, but it's yes. even more magical when it's happenstance. Yeah, there's um, a in our notes we'll mention what she says are like her favorite types, and they yes. are those kinds of like accidental awesome. ones. Yeah. Yes. So Drew loves hearts because they have no negative connotation and are symbols of hope. And she said, the way that one continuous line accomplishes the most extraordinary thing, it conveys love. Hearts are my beacons. I love them madman and natural, young and old. Whenever and wherever I see the heart shape, a smile spreads across my face. The heart has an unbeatable romance when you discover one where you least expect it. Oh, she makes it sound so beautiful and romantic. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and I'd forgotten about this, but in my research, I was like, oh, this is so great. She said that someone had once mentioned E.T.'s big red glowing heart. And she had this moment of like, oh my God, is that what ignited my lifelong love of the shape? <laughs> That's really cute. So cool. It's <laughs> really sweet. Um, and the LA Times, she was asked, what's the most unusual place she'd seen a heart? And she said it was in a ball of lint on the floor and a weird light storm in the sky. Something that was barely there to begin with and won't be there in a moment. Yeah, Aww. which is exactly what you're saying. And there, yeah. there's some really great examples i think both of those are in the book there's the one like the straw wrapper that's so perfectly yep. shaped like a heart yep even like one of my favorites and we'll talk about it later but the one where she's brushing her teeth and yes. there's like on her shirt a little drop of water that is in the shape of a heart yes <laughs> um another one of my favorites accidental one is her friend Robin um Robin the makeup artist is feeding a cat treat to her cat and you think at first that the heart is the cat treat because that's the shape it's in but there's like a cool accidental one in the reflection of her friend's watch that looks like mm -hmm. a heart so I love those ones mm -hmm. yep really sweet okay so she started taking these photos more than 15 years prior as a fun art project you know she started seeing the hearts so she just did it for herself and mm -hmm. she was so excited that someone would consider publishing it I just love that she like even had the idea to do it. Yeah, so cool. In October 2013, there was a Find It in Everything Instagram account that was started. And it started with just Drew's pictures, um, including a cute one with a little puppy Lucy in heart glasses. I know, I totally um, forgot about sharing... that one until I saw it again. I'm like, yeah, oh! <laughs> I, 
I'm as I saw that note just now, I pictured it. Um, and then she started sharing others. I'd forgotten that you had three featured. I know, me um, too. <laughs> One, I thought I had yes. one. But... One was okay. where I was like cooking tomatoes in a in a pan and they like kind of made a heart shape. Another one was a strawberry that was like heart shaped. And then my favorite one was uh, a little piece of popcorn in a bowl. That... <laughs> the Instagram account, it went on for a little bit and then it would have like one here and one there. And then the final post was on March 4th, 2016. So I, I would love it if that one got reignited, but... Me too. I guess it's been a pretty long time now. And I'm not sure that's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious who was running it. Like who was picking, I think you know, what pictures to feature. I would guess Mason was involved at that time with that. Yeah. So the book was released on January 14th, 2014 by Little Brown and Co. And there was a release party. I believe Reese Witherspoon was there, a couple other of Drew's friends. And then there were book signings in LA and New York. And we've mentioned before we were at the LA one and uh, mm-hmm. and Drew was pregnant with Frankie and she wore a cute uh, maroon shirt with white hearts all over it. Mm-hmm. Really <laughs> it cute. Amazing. <laughs> she dedicated the book to Will and Olive, which is so sweet, but also like really sets it in a specific time. I don't know. There's something about that that's really beautiful. Yeah. So I love that. I looked it up and the cover design was done by Gary Tooth of Empire Design Studios. And his note about it was that the minimalist cover features simple type and the type is filled with one of the images of like, is it like little piece of paper on grass, I think? That sounds familiar. There's a subtle deboss of a heart in the corner of the cover. I love the way it looks personally. And I love how it feels. Yeah, it's me too. It's really cute. I just had a recollection, by the way, of something we mentioned earlier. So the back cover is a photo of um, Drew from the Barrymore Wines photo shoot by David Kinda. And I just remembered the picture of us with Chris was taken by David Kinda. I know. I just had that same realization. So from the the event we mentioned earlier, the event at MoCA, we literally had our photo taken by somebody who'd taken Drew's photo, which is really kind of cool. pretty cool. Yeah, it was me. I think he might have like complimented my camera oh yes that sounds familiar yeah I think yeah. you're right anyway just kind so of a cool. fun like thing to just have it like pop into my brain right now yeah so. I love that um there's also an inside author photo it's from 2009 uh definitely around the time that going the distance was being filmed Drew's wearing mm-hmm. a bow tie and pink heart sunglasses and she's leaning her head on someone that's almost definitely Justin Long yep <laughs> I just but, realized is that is it literally from the going the distance set because isn't there a scene, I believe so yeah the like montage yes. date theme and I think she's wearing wearing that, the bow tie right? and yeah yeah um so <laughs> really he, but he's cropped out of the picture so sorry Justin well, at least they're still friends yeah um and then there are some notable acknowledgments in the book, including Kelly Smith and quoted, <laughs> actually made this book happen. I know. Um, I messaged Kelly Smith- him to see oh. if he could elaborate on that, but he doesn't follow us. So I don't think he saw the message. Okay. okay so um, what I wanted to say about that is I couldn't recall what Kelly's actual role was with yeah, Flower. I'm- like, do we know? I don't know what he did, but he was, he worked with them for a really long time. And he's actually at the Tonight Show with Chris now. Oh, and I think like, I just very saw recently. a picture that Chris posted of him. And I was like, oh, my God, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Anyway, so um, the Copelmans are thanked, which is Will's family. 
um, Flower Films gang, including Nan, Chris, Tony, Mason, and Ember. And Ember has been with Flower, I feel like, for a long time, oh, maybe yeah. on and off. Like, long, almost long. since, like, I almost want to say since the beginning, but, like, not the beginning, beginning. At least, like, 99, I think. Okay. And then um, the little brown team, and she says, I'm so humbled they accepted me into her family, which, what a cute thing. <laughs> and uh, when the book was released, Cameron Diaz posted a really cute thing on Instagram where she said, I am so proud of my dear, sweet, beautiful friend, Drew Barrymore, for spreading, finding, sharing, and inspiring so much love in the world. Oh, true. You really do share and inspire so much love in the world, even without making a book about hearts. <laughs> <laughs> The book was on New York Times list for bestsellers, advice, how-to, and miscellaneous, which seems like such a random category. I know, but I, I don't, the I don't same know thing. what other categories it would fall into, I guess. <laughs> They're like, this is everything else. We don't know what to put this under. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a photography book, but it's more of a miscellaneous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was also like, I don't know if you remember this. She paired up with Godiva Chocolates over Valentine's Day, and they did like a little buy this amount of chocolates and you get the book or something like that i vaguely remember that yeah was there's there... like pictures of her at one of their stores okay like that's what i was chocolate. that's what i was trying yeah. to picture yep. yeah <laughs> yeah and then and do then... you remember this refinery 29 did like a contest where people submitted their heart. best like you know found heart photos i had completely forgotten about this i had forgotten too even though we probably submitted something i'm certain we did um, and then Drew picked her favorite to get like a signed print from the book, if I recall. Aww, I know cool. the winner was kind of an interesting one. You can see it on the find it and everything Instagram if you're curious, but it's basically like a car that may have been in a crash and there's like a big crack in the windshield in the shape of a heart. <laughs> and it's not necessarily like beautiful or anything, but that was her choice, <laughs> I guess, because she liked finding it in something that was like had a negative connotation well drew's also secretly goth oh true yeah yeah that's it yeah, <laughs> that yeah. must be it <laughs> yeah for sure i i mean i can tell you anything if a spider web has a heart i'm just like my heart goes a flutter well that is a cool thing <laughs> <laughs> spider webs cracked windshields you know grave sites i was just gonna say tombstones that's hilarious <laughs> we're in a spooky mood for october <laughs> yes Exactly. And then we wanted to discuss some notable photos. So if you don't have a copy of the book, you should definitely get one. It's real sweet. It's a really special thing to have something that Drew, like, I mean, of course, she has a couple books she's written, but there's something about sharing artwork, like kind of like what she said, like the fear of putting herself out there yeah. and imagining an editor. And I don't know. So it's just really kind of a unique way to get an insight into her mind. I don't know. Yeah. And there's fun little writing in there as well. Like it's not just yeah. photos. A lot of um, the pages have like a little paragraph about it and they're <laughs> all kind of like inspiring. Um I'm flipping through it right now and this one's like sometimes they light our way and that was the one of the like random light in the sky you know oh that's and, cool yeah oh there actually is one of a tombstone shaped like a heart <laughs> that's so funny I like this one it's like a little scallion or green onion oh, in a yeah, bowl of soup I love that. that one says I was in a new city and I found a little Japanese restaurant this is how I was welcomed really sweet that's really cute you noted the Flossie with the heart guitar, which I feel like that one, like the heart is something that's made. It's really, it's really, really sweet, but it's something that's like carved into something and it doesn't have that same, like it's special because it's Flossie and because she shared it. Yeah. Otherwise, but then what she wrote 
the real heart was hers in the moment. It was calm. It was safe. Calm, it was happy. happy and safe. I know. <laughs> Come oh, on. That makes it. Such a cute picture. Um, and then you mentioned the Alia Shaw cat with a heart on her cheek. It's a cute one. Super cute. They used to hang out a lot. And I noticed they don't even follow each other on Instagram anymore. I'm like, wow. What oh, happened there? <laughs> I know. So both. So I think, you, I don't know if you mentioned this earlier. I think you did. One of our favorites. It's Drew brushing her teeth. And there's a wet mark on her t-shirt of a little heart. And the picture is like kind of her nose down and she's smiling. It's yeah. really, it's really cute. So, and the caption says, sometimes you have to catch them like a falling star. If you blink, you might miss it. That like sums up the whole point of the book. You yeah. know, that's the mission statement. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, and then uh, we have Lucy on the set of Charlie's Angels in the Swiss Miss outfit. Yes, so the assumption really is one. it's How Lucy. How can you tell it's Lucy? Because Cameron's is different and Lucy and Drew had that outfit. It seems like yeah. how would she have taken it of herself from the back? Yep, <laughs> that's true. Self-timer. It could be Drew or Lucy. My gut says Lucy, but maybe Drew can tell us. Drew, write in. Let us know. <laughs> also, big... follow us. <laughs> yeah, please. Go follow the Drewzium on Instagram already. <laughs> I like this bagel one. It's like, it's pretty subtle. It doesn't like super duper look like a heart, but she wrote one moment you're eating breakfast and the next you have a little surprise in front of you, <laughs> which is cute. <laughs> I like this one too. The photo is just like, again, it's more man-made. There's like graffiti hearts, but what she wrote was, for years I have seen professions of love and lust and shout outs written on the walls of intimate places. One day I took a picture of something that could be vandalism to one person or a declaration of love to another. How do you see it? Of course, she sees it as the love version. <laughs> so cute. All right. So we always love seeing Drew's personal photos. Of course, we could consider like her Instagram. It's kind of weird because extension. for a time we were, I was like saving every picture that she posted on there. Like, wow, this is basically her photography. Now it's like, that would be impossible. <laughs> There's, you know, when it was new, it seemed really novel and exciting and it still does, but it's so like, we're sort of jaded, right? Like, oh, she posts new stuff all the time. I know, but it's like, if we've, if we've learned anything from the past about like assuming things are going to stay yeah. online, we got to start saving stuff. I mean, I've always put it on you to save things, but maybe <laughs> I need to be the one to like, yeah, because go guess and what? Save all of that her. ship what? has sailed. I am not saving every picture she posts <laughs> anymore, unless it's something special, like, and that so rarely happens that she posts like a, a throwback picture that's not just from Google Images. Yep. yep. <laughs> but when yep. she does, those get saved. <laughs> yep. We're clearly, you know, a fan of Drew's work in any capacity. And this little personal thing of her photography has had a special place in our heart. Because again, it's like this different way of getting insight into her little sweet and wonderful mind. Yeah. And it's like, very different from her other books obviously little girl lost totally different um, yeah. wildflower you know totally different thing and then rebel homemaker this is almost like more akin to rebel homemaker than anything else because it's yep. like her personal writings and pictures yep what i was going to ask is if in wildflower are there any pictures that she's taken or are they all pictures that other people took of her i'm trying to recall i think they're all pictures other people have taken of her yeah yeah yeah, I'm glad we did this because it's a fun topic and I want to encourage people to get the book because it's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is a great one. I'm sure it's still in print. I didn't even check. 
hmm if not find a copy on ebay you know it's like impossible to get little girl lost these days did you know that even paperback oh yeah <laughs> really yeah people are selling them for like a lot of money on ebay well it looks like you can still find find in everything on amazon okay, so good. Although the thing that I'm looking at says only one left in stock, order soon. So I don't know if that's just a particular seller. Um, You know how sometimes it says that. So I think it's just a particular seller. Yeah. But they're available. So it's a good one. um, Thanks for putting this out there in the world, Drew. It really is just like a nice little sweet thing of hope and love. And it's fun to flip through every once in a while and just go, oh, you get good feelings about the world. Yeah, this is like, you know, I love the types of books that you would have on your coffee table that you can flip through. And I feel like this, even though it's not coffee table size that you would usually think, it's like the perfect book to like have on your coffee table. Yeah, and just open up and look at randomly. Yeah, there's something about it. Oh, well, that was a good one. I like it. Yeah, it was. All right, cool. So thanks again for joining us, you guys. As we move into October, we're going to have some little more... uh, dark themed episodes coming up (laughs) maybe I'll just tease it that way you can interpret that as you will (laughs) but we're working on some good stuff that we're excited about so be sure to come back next Tuesday we'd always appreciate ratings reviewing and ratings reviewings always (laughs) and subscriptionings yeah you know those subscriptionings I love the subscriptionings I love the reviewings Keep and it the up. rates. <laughs> We're going to lower our rates so that you can up your ratings. Perfect. Thanks. We're going to then... lower our rates to zero. <laughs> We're going crazy. It's early. Guys, this is a free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at How Do You Drew Pod. Mostly Instagram. Yep. We don't, we're not big Twitter users. We like to post stuff on Instagram and we've been putting up little like reels I guess is the term of some of our favorite parts from episodes and you know pictures that are sort of related I'll put up a picture today maybe um from find it and everything to kind of give a little tease and once again as we probably said like 10 times in this episode in every episode (laughs) send us listener mail to how do you drew pod at gmail.com and we'll see you next Tuesday thanks for joining us thank you go find it in everything (laughs) find it in everything (laughs) bye bye The How Do You Drew podcast is researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewseum.com. Our theme song is by our dear friend, Matt Costa, and we'll see you next Tuesday.